we just want to greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We know we can be able to meet at our church this week because of um, the unrest that is happening around Johannesburg, but we are bringing the word straight into your house. I want us I want us to just take time to pray and also just pray to God that Lord may you come, bring calmness in the city of Johannesburg. Can you just close your eyes with me as we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to thy throne of grace, the God of all mankind, the God of all peace. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ for the city of Johannesburg, for the country of South Africa. We pray, Father, for harmony. We pray for peace to rule in this country. In the name of Jesus Christ. And right now at this time, as you have anointed me to speak your word, I pray that, O oh God, may your word penetrate through our hearts, O oh God. May your word bring enlightenment and understanding. May your word recharge us, revive us, and reconnect us. In Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. We welcome you to E-Recharge Wednesday. This is Recharge Wednesday online. God has just given me a word for you. Um, we have been just been dealing with the issues of faith. On Sunday, God has just given us this word about faith becoming. And what touched me most about the word that we preached on Sunday is that faith is not a feeling, but faith is a decision. Faith is a seed, and the decision is the soil. It does not matter how powerful the seed is, but the soil, the soil must be cultivated. The soil must be fertile enough so that the seed, when it hits the ground, it can be able to germinate. But today, I just want to speak to you under this topic, faith with a voice. Faith with a voice. It's another thing to believe, but it's another thing to confess what I believe. And I just want to encourage somebody, whatever you're believing God for, whatever you are trusting God for, it is important that faith must not be internalized. Faith must not be private. Faith must not be hidden. Faith must be able to be spoken, be publicized, and everybody must know that I am a woman of faith. I am a man of faith. I want to take you to the book of Revelation, chapter number 12, verse number 11. Let's read together. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And listen, and the Bible says, and by the word of their testimony. So we'll say the word of their testimony. The Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And many of us, we want to profess the issues of the blood of the Lamb. It is true, Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. He died for us and his blood was shed. His blood still speaks even today. But the Bible says it did not end there. But also overcame by also the word of their testimony. Listen to that. And, and, and they did not love their lives to death. The Bible says they overcame him by the word of their testimony. I want to encourage somebody when you are believing God for something, there must be a word that you must speak. There must be your situation that is surrounding you. It listens to your faith. Let me tell you something that you do not know. God listens to your faith better than he listens to your feelings. Let me say it one more time. God understands your faith better than he understands your feelings. Stop praying emotional prayers and start to pray faith prayers. Your faith must be able to speak when you don't know how to pray, when you don't know what to do, when you don't know where to go. Let your faith direct you. Let your faith speak up because faith has a voice. Faith has a character. Faith must be able to be able to, 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 to speak when you can be able to speak. I want to encourage somebody, as you are getting recharged, your faith, may God give your faith some speech. May God give your faith some tone. May God give your faith a voice. Let your faith begin to arise and your faith must begin to speak. Romans chapter number 10, verse number 5. The, verse, verse number 5 to verse number 
number 13, listen to this. The Bible says, For Moses writes about righteousness, which is the law. The man who does the things shall live by them. But righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Underline those words. Righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend to heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Or, who will descend to the abyss? That is, to bring Christ from the dead. But, what does it say? Underline that. What does it say? The word is near you. In your mouth. In your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For scripture says, verse number 11, whosoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Oh my God, that is a word of encouragement right there. Whosoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Listen, verse number 12, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the Lord, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. My God. For whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Faith with the voice. Listen. Now, the Bible says, For Moses writes unto righteousness that the man who does the things shall live by them. Listen to this. Listen to this. The man who does the things, which means the actions that you perform, you shall live by them. The things that you speak for yourself, you shall live by them. Now, listen. Verse number six, the Bible says, but faith, but righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Oh my God. I read this and my spirit began to bubble with joy. That there is a way that faith is supposed to speak. There is a way that faith is not supposed to speak. The Bible says the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. There is a certain way that faith is not supposed to speak about. Now, before we even get carried away, listen to what Paul says when he was speaking to the Romans. He says, he says, the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. He says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down from above. Who will descend to the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? Listen, listen to me, listen to me. Pay attention to me. The Bible says, do not worry how Christ is going to descend from the heavens. Do not worry. Will you remember when he left? He says, I am going up to prepare nations for you. But I will, the same way you see me go up, he was speaking to his disciples. The same way you see me go up, that is the same way you will see me come down. And he says, faith does not worry about that. Faith does not speak to those kind of things. Faith also does not, does not ask, how will Jesus be resurrected? Why? What? Because faith, when you've got faith, faith doesn't worry about anything. Now, Paul then says, this is the kind of speech, this is the kind of vocab that faith is not supposed to have. This is negative vocabulary. When you need to speak in faith, your faith cannot have negativity in it. 
shall you in the name of Jesus Christ that erase every negative vocabulary in your in, in, in your faith dictionary. Your faith dictionary says yes I can. Your faith dictionary says yes it's important. It is it, possible. Your faith dictionary says yes I'm not the tame but I'm the head. Your faith dictionary says nothing is impossible with God. That is the dictionary of faith. That is the speech of faith. That is the voice of faith. Now when faith, faith, well, if you hide faith, it is not faith anymore. If you hide faith, which means your faith is full of fear. Your faith is not supposed to be worried about anything else. Now, don't worry how he's going to be resurrected. Believe he's going to be resurrected. Don't worry how he's going to descend from earth. If he spoke it, that I'm going to come down the same way you see me go, I'm going to come down. If he's spoken upon your life, that you're going to be married. My sister, you're going to be married. If he's spoken upon your life, that you're going to drive that car, you're going to have that job, that you're going to own that house. Faith, faith is going to make it possible. It is not by power, it is not by your ability. It's all according to faith. Faith must have a voice. What are you believing God for? What are you trusting God for? Begin to speak it. Begin to prophesy. The book of Genesis says, let us create man in our own image, but not just the image. We must give this man dominion. I want to speak to you, my brother. You've got dominion over your situation. You've got dominion over the circumstances. You can dictate the outcomes. I know when you're looking around, it looks like nothing is going to happen. Everything is it, just dark. It's just null and void. But let me tell you something. You can speak light. The Bible says the was void, the earth was shapeless, the earth was full of darkness, darkness was hovering, but God dictated the outcomes when he said in, in verse number 2, Genesis chapter 1, he says, let there be light, you can speak light in your situation, don't be silent, if God chose to be silent, we wouldn't be here today, if God chose to be silent, there wouldn't be fish in the sea, if God chose to be silent, the earth would still be full of darkness, but God realized that even though I could, let me tell you something, you cannot overcome to your imagination. You cannot overcome through your thinking. Think it, believe it, and speak it. Conceive it and, con and, and, and confess it. It is important that your faith must have a voice. It is important that there must be a sound of faith in that house. There must be a sound of faith in your spirit. There must be a new sound. It is my prayer, God. May God bathe in you a sound of faith. May God bathe in you a powerful sound that will speak the impossibility to become possible. Now, listen to this. He says, he says, but what does it say? Verse number eight, we're in Romans. No, he says, but what does it say? What does, if faith just doesn't say these things, which means there are certain things that faith must say, what does faith say? Now, listen to this. The Bible says, the word is near you. Oh my God. The word is near you. Not feelings are near you. The word is near you. In your mouth. In your mouth, that's where the word is. And it says, in your heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Verse number nine, he says, that if you confess with your mouth that, that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, listen to this, listen to this. Whenever we speak about believing, it's good to believe, but he says, after you believe, you must confess in your heart. You must confess. He says, if you confess in your heart that he is the Lord Jesus Christ and that God raised him from the dead, watch this, you don't need to see the resurrection first. You must believe it and confess it. If you believe it and not confess it, nothing is going to happen. Because God is waiting for you to speak a word. You need to believe that my situation is changing.
sickness begin to hear you speak faith when you are surrounded by impossibility let impossibility hear you begin to speak possibilities faith with a voice faith must have a voice your faith must rise above your situation don't speak in accordance with what the faith is with, with what the situation is dictating to you speak in accordance with what you believed as a man thinketh, so is he out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh which means whatever God has deposited in your heart must then be spoken through your mouth. My question to you is, what are you speaking? What are you speaking over your child? What are you speaking over your marriage? What are you speaking over your finances? What are you speaking over your job? What is your vocab? May God begin to erase all negative vocab in your life. In your dictionary, you must begin to speak possibilities. What then shall we say to these things if God be for us? That is your vocab. I am more than a conqueror. For greater is he that is on the inside of me than he that is in the world. That is your vocab. For nothing is impossible with God. That is your vocab. I don't care about what, you, what the situation is saying to you. You must say to the situation. Because let me tell you something. The situation speaks to you that which it has manifested. You speak to the situation what God has manifested. Oh my God. That's power right there. The situation speaks to you what it has manifested because it wants you to believe in what it has manifested and you then must speak what God has deposited in you, what God is about to do. Hello somebody. And listen, verse number 9, it says, it says that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he, raised, he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, watch this, watch this, with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Oh my God. One believes unto righteousness, which means we are believing that we are righteous, but it does not end by believing. We then, with our mouth, your mouth is not made for eating only. Your mouth, your mouth is not for yawning only. Your mouth is for confession. Your mouth, stop kissing, kissing people. Confess with your mouth, man. Let your mouth begin to confess. Confess in the morning, confess in the afternoon, confess in the midnight. Begin to confess what God has told you. Let me tell you something. Faith is not a feeling. Faith is a decision. Faith is a seed and your decision is a soil. Now, let me tell you something. Your mouth is the fertilization of the soil. If you keep silent, which means the soil will begin to be dry. You need to wake up in the midnight hour, begin to fertilize the soil, begin to water the soil. What are you doing? You are speaking faith because your faith has got voice. Now, he says, if you believe with your mouth and if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth, then you shall be saved. Now, watch this. The scripture says, verse number 11, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. My God. Whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. I want to submit this to you. Silent faith is dead faith. If faith is not speaking, it is dead. If your faith is not speaking that which is deposited in you, it is dead. It must be able to speak. But listen, the Bible says, whoever believes will be not put to shame. Let me tell you something. This is an assurance from God. 
God is assuring you that when you believe in me and you confess that which I have spoken to you and you believe in it and you make it a confession of your life, you will not be put to shame. Which means everything that you are about to confess right now, whether it takes a year, whether it takes 10 years, whether it takes 10 days, but God assures you that you will not be put to shame. What are you afraid of then? If God has given you an assurance, this is not an insurance. Because insurance, you must pay for the reward. This is assurance, even before you enter. Even before you speak, you are already assured that whenever you are going to speak, you are going to see the outcome result of it. Therefore, don't be afraid, my sister. Begin to speak. He speaks in, in the book of Exodus, chapter number 14, when he was speaking to, 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 to Moses. He says, why do you cry to me? Tell my people, go forward. He says, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your rod. You will see miracles begin to happen. He says, the Egyptians you see today, you will assurance, assurance, the Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. I want to tell him, may your faith begin to rise. May your faith speak because you've got the assurance. You are not speaking out. You are not speaking from yourself. You are not speaking out of feelings. You are speaking on what God has said to you. Faith must have a voice. What are you believing God for? May your faith not be silent. May the situations around you not silence your Refuse for your faith to be silent. Refuse for people to silence your situation. That boss in your office must not silence your situation. This Wednesday, you can rise up and God can recharge your faith. God can revive your faith. God can, can, can revitalize your faith. That your voice must begin to have a faith speak right now. Let your faith speak right now. Remember the Shunammite woman. I'm, I'm about to close. Remember the Shunammite woman. She had a dead child. She put the child on the bed of the man of God. And the husband asked, is it well with you? He said, it is well. She meets Gehaz. Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? She says, it is well. What was saying? It was not her saying it is well. It was faith saying it is well. Your faith must have a voice. I told you on Sunday. You will never, you will never get it until you own it. You will never bet it until you conceive it. You don't get a child at labor ward. You go to labor ward with the child. And you come up with that which you could. You went in. You are about to get into that situation. Are you getting into that situation with nothing? Whatever you get in with this, into the situation with, that's with that, with that. That's the same thing you're going to give birth to. And I want to encourage you. Get into that situation. Get into that problem when your faith is speaking. Don't speak. Shut your physical mouth. Begin to speak with your with, with, with your with your with your faith vocals. Your faith vocals must begin to speak to that situation. And let me tell you something. Like I said to you, God understands your faith better. God is looking for your faith. That's why Jesus asks and says, When I return, will I still find faith? For it is impossible to please God without faith. God is waiting for your faith to rise. He says to Ezekiel, son of man, can these dry bones leave? It's not that God was not able to do it. God was saying, I'm waiting for your faith to speak. What is your faith saying? What is your faith saying? Indeed, you are surrounded. You are crying. Things are not working out, my brother. You don't even know what, where the next meal is coming from. But I want to pray with you today to say, may faith speak. May faith speak. When you can't move in that hospital bed, faith can move. Faith can get to places where you can't get to. Where you can't, where, where, where your family has shut you out. They don't even want to listen to you. Faith can penetrate that situation. When doors are closed, faith can penetrate and, 
and touch people's hearts. You're trusting God for the tender. Let faith go ahead of you. Let faith speak. It was faith that stepped into the Red Sea first before the Israelites stepped in there. It says, you believe. The Bible says, you believe with your heart. And confess with your mouth. Listen to verse 12. It says, for there is no distinction. There is no difference between the Jews and the Greeks. For the same God, oh my God, Lord, I love scripture. It says, the same God over all the rich to all who call upon him. He says, the same God, the same God that takes care of the Jews. He's the same God that is the God of the Gentiles. Which means, whether the Jews, God does not care about your background, my brother. God does not care about what you're experiencing. God does not care about your situation. He is saying, the next door neighbor that is driving a Maserati and you that is driving a Polo, you serve the same God. If you want to own the Maserati, speak it. It shall come to pass. It shall come. Let your faith rise, cover a Christian church. The same people that are owning big auditoriums, they serve the same God as us. We can speak that seven million. We can speak that five million. It will come. He says, I am the same God. I do not change. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same God. You don't serve any different God. There is no God of the Americans. There is no God of the white people. There is no God of the Nigerians. There is no God of the Congolese. There is no God of the South Africa. He is the God is assuring us that I am the same God. If only you can trust me. If only you can believe in me. If only you can have your faith connect to me. I will show you that I am the same God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I am the same God of Abraham. I am the same God of Jacob. I was the same God. I will remain the same God of Joseph. I am the same God of generations to generations. I am the God who does not lie. If I speak it in your life, I will bring it to pass. He says, I am the same God. The same God. You don't need to be shouting. You don't need to, you don't need any, any other accolades, any other chandeliers to be shining to God. You can, he says, come as you are. Come unto me, all ye that are laboring, all ye that are heavily laden. God is assuring you, I will give you rest. I will give that which you need. I will, he says, I will supply all your needs according to my riches. It's, I don't care whether you are poor, but according to my riches in glory. If the silver and gold belongs to me, I have got riches in glory that I can give to you. I am the same God. This is, this, is, this is the same God of the, of, of the Jews and the Gentiles. But listen, listen to the difference here. Listen to the difference. He said, but those that call on him, oh my God, I need to give you the scripture here. Just bear with me. I need to give you the scripture. I read it with a message version. Something just came out of there. Listen, 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 verse number, verse number 12. I'm right there with him. He says, he says, it's exactly the same. No matter a person's religion, religious background may be, the same God for all of us, oh God, he says, acting the same incredible, incredibly generous way to everyone who calls for help. He says, the same way I act for everybody. My children, I don't have any favoritism. All my children are the same to me. I will act the same generously way to everybody. But listen, this is the difference. He says, to only those who call for help. If you keep silent, he, will, he can't do anything. If you keep silent, you tie him down. Because he's waiting for your faith to speak. Lastly, he says, listen to verse 13. He says, everyone who calls. My God. 
I love the Bible. Because everyone who calls, even you are included here. Whether you have sinned, you are included here. Whether you are written off, you are included. Whether you are sick, whether you are HIV positive, you are included here. He says, everyone who calls, listen, what do you call? Help God. Help God. Listen, the Bible says, that person gets help. That is, it's in the Bible. Go check it on the message version. It says, everyone who calls, help God. Get help. When you ask for help from God, he does not call a meeting. When you ask for help from God, he does not first inquire to those to, to those that don't like you, whether he must ask. He says, if you call, if your faith call, if your faith speaks, help is coming your way. What are you encountering in life? What is going wrong in your life? Cry out to God. God is waiting for you to call. Pick up the cell phone. Get into your prayer closet. Begin to get into, into your secret place and call. You don't need anything else. Just say, help God. And God says, you're going to get the help. You're going to get the aid. God is just waiting. I see the emergency services of heaven. They are just waiting for you to call. And they are coming down. The angel Michael. They are coming down just to help you. They are coming down just to rescue you. God says, I still love you, my daughter. I still love you, my son. I've got your back. In the midst of everything, when you are surrounded by water, surrounded by the Red Sea, you just call for help. Just like Peter, when he was drowning, oh, walking, walking on the water, he cried out for help. And Jesus stretched out his hand. your situation. He says, don't be silent. Don't die silent. Don't die in that situation. Call and say, God, help when you can call with your mother. Call with your faith. Let your faith call and God shall help you in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your faith arise this week. Let your faith speak this week. In Jesus' name. I want to pray with you today. I don't know what you're trusting God for. Believe God. Confess it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. I know they're laughing at you. Continue speaking. Continue speaking. Continue speaking. Continue speaking. Continue speaking. You know, I wrote something here that the Lord gave me. He said, he said, he said to me, son, faith is there to show off what can, what, that God can do something out of nothing. That's why that's he gave you faith. Like he can do something out of nothing. Abraham was given faith. He was not given children, but he was given faith. That even in the midst of violence, God can do it. If you're sitting next to your husband, sitting next to your children right there, I want you, if you're sitting with your colleagues right now, hold them, call them, hold them. I want to pray for you. Let your faith rise. In that business, things are about to change. Next week, this time, you will be calling me. Things would have changed when your faith is spoken. Let us pray together. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come to thy throne of grace, O oh God. Here are your people believing in you, trusting in you, Almighty God. That, oh God, some of them can't even speak, but faith is rising. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray that, oh God, their faith has been silent. I pray that, oh God, faith, mighty God, begin to be restored in their vocal cords. Faith begin to speak right now in that situation. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Father, in the name of the Lord, that, oh God, things are beginning to change when faith begins to speak. When faith begin to speak, things will never stay the same. I pray, Father, somebody just needs you to step in and give them help. Somebody just needs you to step in financially, step in in their health, oh God, step in in their relationship, step in, in into their job. But I pray for the grace to call in the name of Jesus Christ. May you hear our faith when it begins to call in Jesus' mighty and precious name. We pray, Father, forgive us where we were confessing 
him, when we were speaking against that which you've spoken, oh God, when we could not wait, for you said they that wait upon the Lord, Lord, you shall renew their strength, renew the brother's strength, renew my sister's strength to wait upon you, for you are not a God that will lie. If you speak it, it will come to pass. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, and release the grace of the Lord, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God richly bless you. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. And may God be with you as your faith begins to have a voice. God bless you. Amen.